That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived there. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great, enveloping cosmic dark. There is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is warm. A White House report that says global warming threatens every part of the U.S. Climate change is already affecting us now. This is a slow motion crisis on the horizon. What happens is we're changing the climate faster than our culture may be able to respond. We've got a decline in freshwater, unsustainable marine fisheries, and ocean dead zones. The debate on climate change should not be whether or not it, it exists. It's what we should do about it. Sorry to start on a downer note there, but welcome to the Carbon Spectrum. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm your other host, Becca. Climate change is a serious problem, but it's not futile. With the right information, you can make a difference. That's That's where where we come in. We're two siblings who live across the USA. Who are concerned with the future of our society. So we've set out to find people who are making a difference to reduce their carbon footprint. And be an active voice in this battle. But first... Let's turn the clocks back to autumn 2014. Intense. Standby camera one. When the newsroom was airing its third and final season. And joining us now in studio is Richard Westbrook, Deputy Assistant Administrator of the EPA. Welcome. Thank you. Tell us about the findings in the report that was just released. The newsroom was a fictional news network drama that took inspiration and in turn covered modern historical events, such as the Deepwater Horizon oil spill, also referred to as the BP oil spill. What's your progress? A thousand years, two thousand years. A person has already been born who will die due to catastrophic failure of the planet. What did he just say? Okay, can you uh, expand on that? Sure. Um, The last time there was this much CO2 in the air, the oceans were 80 feet higher than they are now. Half the world's population lives within 120 miles of an ocean. Well, there's a lot we could do. Good for 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, but now... No. Is that the uh, administration's position or yours? There isn't a position on this any more than there's a position on the temperature at which water boils. Let's see if we can't find a better spin. People are starting their weekends. The report- Just to reiterate, this is a fictional scene based off real-world news. And it doesn't take a climate scientist to get it, which may be why this topic really stuck to me for the first time. After further researching this, it became clear to me how dire things are with the environment and how they will become more apparent in the decades to come, despite not being able to notice them now. So, what action is enough to make a difference? When you start to think about all the people in the world who would have to collaborate to make some impactful change, it's easy to find the whole effort frivolous. But... Why run this crazy experiment where we take trillions of tons of carbon from underground and put it in the atmosphere and oceans. This is an insane experiment. It's the dumbest experiment in human history. You have the Elon Musks. What I'm concerned about is that we don't appear to be moving very fast. What can we do about this to, to speed up our response time here? The Elizabeth Warrens. If we do not get our act together, there will be devastating impacts for our kids and our grandchildren, causing trillions of dollars. 
in order to repair that damage, if it is repairable at all. The Bernie Sanders. Can we change is clearly yes. The Al Gores. The silver lining, of course, is that people are fighting back. The Bill McKibbins and so on and so on saying, no, we're not taking this lying down. Through sheer efforts, innovations, and outreach, they've rallied up enough support from normal people like you. And me. To show the world that there is a demand to work towards slowing down climate change effects while preserving our way of life. Which brings us back to today. So I have a background in sustainable development and sustainable technology. So? So basically, I spend a lot of time outside. I'm pretty poor right now. I'm trying to get paid to care for the environment, and I like being nomadic. (laughs) I chose to dive deep into this podcast because I've had so many powerful experiences that have shaped my ability to change my lifestyle to one that is trying to become more sustainable and earth-friendly. I am in no way perfect, though. I studied sustainable development for my undergraduate degree, and this is when energy issues and climate change became the forefront of my passion. But not until I had the chance to study the effects worldwide and in each of our backyards did it really hit me hard. I reached a point where I couldn't turn on my light switch without thinking about the people I've spoken with who would be directly affected by that action. In Search for Tomorrow's Leading Innovators, we hope to provide some guidance to those who are looking to make a difference. We will speak to people who are environmental activists, as well as individuals who choose to live simply and provide examples for us to look to in order to live a more earth-friendly, sustainable lifestyle. Here's a preview preview for what's to come. More so than any other area in the country, Appalachia was used for its natural resources and was never paid back for it. How do you get your voice heard? How do you get your voice heard, not just to county commissioners, but to the governor, to federal representatives in Congress? How do you get your opinion and how do you talk to media? So how do we fix it? What do we do? How do we save the world? Well, let's start with carbon emissions, solar cells, the production of the cars, maintenance of roads, taking all gas and diesel powered vehicles off the road, how we obtain our goods, how we transport ourselves can just be better. It's easy to get jaded and say, oh, well, this isn't really going to make a difference. If you want to work towards growing your own food, for example, you have to make the decision to garden for a lot of days of your summer. Being environmentally responsible realistically is hard, but if you care a whole lot, then that's when you like start to balance that out. Stick around while we explore the spectrum of carbon-mindful lifestyles and see who inspires you. Remember, this is a grassroots movement that starts with you, our listeners and allies. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the first episode of The Carbon Spectrum. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. It underscores our responsibility to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known.